0: What's good people, it's Ocean, welcome to the Ocean podcast. To be honest, this podcast doesn't even have a name yet. I think for now I'm just going to run with the Ocean podcast. This is episode number two and today I've got another vegan with me. He's a music producer, he's a YouTuber. I think at the time of recording he's on about 30k subscribers. He's really doing his thing and in this episode we have a long conversation. We talk about everything from travelling to LA to the mindset for YouTube, his story, you really get into it. So yeah, I think you're really going to enjoy this one. Before we get into the podcast though, if you're listening to this on Apple, on iTunes, please go ahead and leave a review. It would help the podcast out a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Hit subscribe as well. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, leave a comment, like the video. All this stuff really helps push the podcast forward. But yeah, besides that, I hope you enjoy the podcast. Let's get into it.
1: Ocean Gang or drown.
0: What's good people? Welcome back to the podcast today. I've got another vegan with me. What's good, bro? What's
1: good? What's good? Gang, gang, gang. What's up, What's up, my guys? What's up, my guys? Look at that. I'm nervous already, man. <laughs> I'm nervous already.
0: <laughs> uh, what's
1: good, bro? How you doing,
0: man? Man, everything's good, man. How you feeling? How you How you doing? How's I'm, life?
1: I'm, I'm cool, man. Life is... a uh, it, it gets tricky sometimes, but, you know, can't complain, man. Yeah. You know, we're, you know, making music or attempting to make music for a living and as long as you even have the chance to do that you know there's a lot of people out here that don't even get to so exactly, you know can't yeah, complain
0: i feel you before we even get into it yeah i need to ask you this question because i swear it's been like i cannot tell so you're okay. you're another vegan yeah but are you trolling yeah or are you a vegan
1: <laughs> no i'm actually 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 a vegan. I've been a vegan for uh, about like three years now. Sick. Yeah. And yeah, like the whole the, the whole name, another vegan, just really came from. It's, it's sort of supposed to be a joke because veganism is like sort of trendy and popular. Yeah. And when I when I did it, you know, everybody was doing it, and then you know, I started making beats, and I'm like, damn, I need a producer name. But I was like, do I want to go with, like, Prada by or something on the track? And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Dudes over at college used to call us the vegans because there was a bunch of us in, in the college dorm room. How about, I'm, you know, I just name myself another vegan. And then it's sort of like a joke because yeah. I'm literally another vegan sort of, like, jumping on this sort of bandwagon. So it's a joke, but I'm actually vegan.
0: <laughs> okay, I feel you. I've been vegan as well for, like, no damn way. way. Like, almost, shit, it's almost, like, five years now.
1: Five years. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's shit. been a while. Oh OG vegan. Kind, <laughs> OG vegan. Kinda <laughs> <laughs> kind
0: of. Damn, but you that's I crazy. see. I see you champion it, it's so.
1: uh Hey, why not, man? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that's cool. That's cool, man. So where where are you from?
1: Uh I'm from New York, Bronx, New York. Uh born, raised, okay. still still reside, you feel me? Still here. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And you you're from um I, I I forgot because I, I remember you telling me you were from a country, but then you moved to a different country.
0: So I'm is, I'm, that... I'm born and raised in London, but okay, I've been like to be honest, I've been like all over the place in my adulthood. But right now, mm. I live in Manchester, which is like another another I've probably like England's second city. I'd
1: okay, say. okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. How do you guys feel about the um? I guess us sort of picking up the entire like uk drill and not Mm. necessarily but almost in a sense claiming it you feel me because you know you don't i mean i guess in the interviews you you do hear pop smoke saying yeah you know all my producers are from the uk yeah but i feel like they should definitely be more you know conversation about this is uk's style of drill
0: yeah um No, man, I I like it. I like when music is taken in different directions and experimented with and all that. I know it's like UK drill, but even so, UK drill, there was Chicago drill before UK drill anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like
0: every drill has its own style. I feel like UK drill is very, uh, a lot darker. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of half sped pianos and then the drill drums on top. And I guess like... I don't know. Do you, do you identify as NY drill or US drill?
1: Um, Like, wh- like, like what do you someone, mean? Like, Pop Smoke
0: mm-hmm. or Fivio From, Would you say that's, like, NY drill or just drill?
1: I mean, me, I would say it's UK drill, mainly okay. because there's a significant difference in the hi-hat bounce, even, like, just, just that alone. Mm. I feel like there's a huge difference in, like, just, like, the rhythm. So... I consider it UK drill, but I've I've spoken to a lot of uh, people, you know, where I'm from and it's new to them. Yeah. And they consider it, you know, Pop Smoke sort of pioneering this new sound. I'm like, no, that's not how it actually is. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, I definitely see. I definitely think Pop Smoke has definitely taken the sound into a new or a different, a different wave, I'd say. It's a, yeah. It sounds more, to me, it sounds more fun. It doesn't sound as dark okay gritty mm. as... Because I'm telling yeah, you, when that, I hear like UK Drill, it's very similar in terms of even the way that rappers flow. Okay. And as I said, like the dark, half sped melodies. When, when I hear like yeah. a Pop Smoke or a little TJ, they're doing more melodies, they're keeping it a bit more mm. fun. It's easy to... UK drill is a lot more about bars, having bars where the 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 smoke is more like you. the vibe I feel like Your yeah the
1: vibe sort of like the club banger the okay 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 How, okay okay like do you okay listen okay to any
0: like, drill from the UK guys who, UK no okay. at all.
1: Like, I like I don't I don't at all and it's it's honestly sort of, I guess I'm, I it's not weird because you know I'm pretty sure you understand we spend time you know recording a video editing a video and then so we spend a lot of time listening to even just ourselves talking for somebody who makes music, I don't listen to a lot of music just because mm. my ears are being taken up most of the time. Bro,
0: I'm the, I'm exactly the same way. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. I listen to podcasts. This is why I wanted to do a podcast. I listen to mm, podcasts yeah. way more than I listen to music these days yeah, anyway.
1: Because you're like, bro, you li- you're you making music all day and then you listen to the music that you made and then you cut that up and then you're like, yo, can I, can I have a break from this? Can I have a break <laughs> from this at least? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah definitely definitely
0: well bro let's take it back to like the early days when Mm. like coming up in when you was a kid like was you into music and that
1: as a as a kid i mean as a kid we all you know sort of hear the songs and the radios and stuff like that but in terms of really being into it in terms of i guess sort of identifying as you know music you know really does something for me, I feel like maybe I didn't really notice, but I was never a crazy music person up until like late high school, sort of. So, you know, of course we listen to music, but I wasn't an an avid music listener up until late high school and really sort of what started the whole, I might want to make music is I had one friend that made music in high school and I was like, okay, cool. And then I went to I got I started getting into Travis Scott, and then I went to a Travis Scott concert, which was also my first concert at the same time. And then after that moment, it completely changed my life. And the music was a big deal, mm-hmm. but I feel like it was it was the experience. It, it, it was seeing yeah. three three thousand people go crazy over this, and it just the feeling of being within that three thousand people. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, I was like, damn. This feels crazy right here. Mm-hmm. I wonder what it feels like being in that position. Yeah. I wonder what it feels like being on stage or watching 3,000 people sort of go crazy over something that you made. Mm-hmm. So that was like, I think that was like, might have been freshman year, sort of freshman year of like college. So late high school, freshman year of college was sort of like the turning point for me.
0: Okay. So when you was in your freshman year, is that when you started like experimenting in and trying to make your own music and that
1: um yeah i was playing around with it the thing was i was uh i was a baseball player my okay. entire life from like three to about like 20 i was just playing baseball i was trying Damn. to make it to the you know trying to make it to the mlb yeah trying to like you know i gotta do this every day grind 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 mm-hmm. um and then you know one thing led to another coming out of high school we got injured and we came back and then we went to college played uh you know preseason got injured again came back took a year off because i had a tommy john surgery which is pretty much like one of those popular sort of career ending surgeries for a lot of baseball players uh, and then i took a year off came back and then i felt like my body never really healed the same mm. so in the midst of all that i was sort of playing with music production and then it was like my sophomore year of college i was like listen you're twenty something, and in the sports world, that's old as hell. Yeah, that's like,
0: like it, that's that's when you're si- meant to be in the game, like not really exactly, chilling.
1: Exactly. If you're not if you're not signed and ready to go at 18, 20, nineteen, twenty, you're pretty much almost done. Yeah. So I was like, okay, it's either this or I'm gonna start something new. Or I'm gonna, you know, become like a music, you know, producer because that's what I've been sort of playing around with, and I've been gaining some progress. Uh-huh. And I, I, it took me, it took me months to sort of, you know, break the tie because now, at the time I was in Florida, I had to, you know, come home and pretty much tell all my family members, yeah, I'm not playing baseball anymore. Uh-huh. I'm gonna do this thing completely new, and it's, it's. It's honestly really sort of embarrassing. You feel me? You you tell your family, yeah, I'm going to a different state to play baseball, and everybody's so proud of you. Yeah, you're gonna make it. You're gonna make it. And then you come back like six, seven months later, like, yeah, that's not how ha- <laughs> yeah. that's not happening anymore. Yeah, because that's so, what they know
0: yeah. you for as well. That's kind of like your identity at that point.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Damn. Exactly. Yeah. So that was that was sort of the you know. uh an abrupt change, but hey, I'm, I'm, I'm no stranger to change, you feel me? I, mm. I have no problem adapting. Yes. Yeah, so How was it for you, sort of like, like uh, the beginning of, of you making music?
0: Um, Now that I'm older and I look back in hindsight, yeah, the science was always there because when I was a kid, I mean, I feel like in the UK anyway, most young boys' first love is football, which is soccer to you guys, mm. isn't it? Yeah. So... Football was my thing until I realized it's huge. Yeah, was it wasn't. Huge. I wasn't good enough at it, basically. Okay. And then I just got deep into music. Like when I mean deep, like I was teaching myself how to play guitar. Um, mm. I was in, bro, I was in a punk band when I was like 14. Then what? I switched it oh, up to like a damn. to like a soul band when I was like 15, 16.
1: Oh and then,
0: shit! Yeah, man, I was super into music. And then one day, my That's dad was hard. like listen, I don't think this music thing is for you. You need to, like, focus on your studies mm. now and, like, start taking it seriously. And then that's when I was like, fuck, I'm going to cut off everything. Let's get serious about this education and that. And, yeah, I just kind of went heavy down that route. Like, yeah, I became a I, nerd, I, book, like, trying to get my head in the books, trying to get sick grades. That's what So what, what, what,
1: what age was that?
0: So that, that is 16. Because in England, when you're 16, that's when you technically finish school. And then oh. 16 to 18 is when uh, you do what's called sixth form, or you can go to college, which is not the same thing as like college in the US. And you, okay. it's, it's where you want to further your education uh, in case you want to go to university. So I did gotcha. that. I kind of did like the extra. I did, it's called A level. So I did A levels and that. I'm telling you, bro, I was like in the books. I wasn't really having much of yeah. a social life. I wouldn't do nothing. I was just trying to get grades so I could do. At the time, so th- yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah,
1: the, the these like in terms of grades, like the the work was it like music related or no, it was oh, just like bro, sp-
0: this was like by this time I completely did not do anything with music. I was do- I oh, was trying man. to do, bro. I wanted to be a doctor, so I was trying oh, to do man. like I was doing all the sciences, bro. I was mm-hmm. it was a completely different life, and it put it that way.
1: Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Damn, that that sucks because like that that sort of conversation is really sort of the the general i, I mean yeah i'm i'm going to say i'm i'm going to say it's a, it's a problem because yeah, you def- know coming sure. from our our parents world and our world which is not that far apart but the changes just in the internet alone that's the problem because the thing is it's extremely hard for them to even even fathom what is going on right now yeah like even if you probably explain to your parents, "Hey, I'm a YouTuber. I put videos out on the internet, and people watch, and I get paid through advertising. And I have products that I make, and people buy that are just virtual sounds. <laughs> like it's nothing physical. It's like that's sort of weird to even, I guess, wrap your head around, especially when yeah. you don't come from a world like that.
0: Just, just from a completely different time. Yeah, they just." I l I'll say that my dad gets it. My mom just is still like, well, like YouTube. Oh, you got a million okay. views. Like, oh, that's cool. But she doesn't get it in it.
1: Yeah, yeah, she doesn't get it. And it, it's sort of either one way or the other. It's like a million views. Okay, what does that mean? Mm. Or a million views. Oh, that must be a million dollars, right? Because a million people are watching you. And it's like, yeah, no, <laughs> it's yeah. not like that either. It's not like that either.
0: Yeah, I think like, for example, if I was to be on t- on TV for my mom. And yeah. I got a million views on TV. Then that's like, oh, that's so sick! Like, that's amazing. It's just like different mm-hmm. times, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I feel like um, I don't know. It, it's it's sort of a conversation you kind of have to have with yourself, mm. and you ha- especially for I know there's a lot of because now cause now a lot of the a lot of dudes watching this are like 13, 14, 15. super young, like they're, man, they're, they're coming really up young, so star- young, like like you guys are starting so young and you guys are getting good so fast. Um, I feel like it's a conversation that you know, you know, to you guys watching, you guys have to have with yourself. You guys have to understand. Your some of your parents are not gonna understand, bro. They're not going to understand. You feel me? Even you know, my you know, my mom, my, my parents. For, once I stopped playing baseball, they were like, "All right, you know, go to school or go get a job." Mm. And I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this." You feel me? I'm gonna make money off of this, and this has ex the potential for exponential growth. You feel me? My nine to five job that I got to go to school, $70,000 a year, there's no exponential growth. It's small, tiny, gradual, you know, increases in your salary. Yeah. So even even by the numbers, it doesn't make sense, but they're not going to understand that, bro. Like even my mom, you know, myself, she, she, you know, she thought I would be, you know, in my room sleeping all day. In my room sleeping all day and just didn't understand what was going on until obviously... You know, you come back and check them on my YouTube. and My little brother and little sister is like, look, mom, like, you know, Mario has, you know, 20,000 subscribers. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that, that's a tough conversation. But if, I, if, if, if you want it, bro.
0: Yeah. For the young ones, especially you, you have to kind of almost have like a tunnel vision in it and kind of yeah. protect. I, I know this sounds cheesy, but it's real. At the same time, you kind of have to protect that vision. You ha-
1: you You can't you
0: can't really let outside influences infiltrate and be like nah you can't like don't do that that's not the move that like you you will feel it in yourself if it's the right move and you've got to kind of work towards it and keep going in it and and
1: that's that that's really some of the hardest things to do because we're really influenced by everything around us whether we think about it or not you feel me you are you know sort of a sum of your parents of your friends Mm -hmm. of your experiences so tunnel vision kids Tunnel Vision guys, you feel me? And even if if you're watching this and you're like 28, 29, 30, bro, this is the internet, bro.
0: Bro, that's not even... 28, 30, that's nothing now because anything can happen. Bro, you can can get a a video tomorrow, hits a million, and your life is changed. Or, I don't know, put out shit, man. Anything can happen in a short amount of time on the internet.
1: And it's... Even if you don't get like a crazy banger and your life changes over the next, let's just give yourself five years, right? Yeah. Let's just say you're earning $70,000, $80,000 a year at like 30. How much do you think you're going to be making at 35? Maybe $10,000 more. If you're earning $10,000 off of the internet, it might take you a year, two, three, four, five to get there. The next five You can jump from 70 to 170. Mm -hmm. That is not possible anywhere else but the internet.
0: Exactly. Really. Yeah.
1: The internet. The internet.
0: (laughs) For real. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess circling back to like what I was talking about before, like how I got up in this music thing. Okay. Um, So shit, where was I? Yeah, so... There comes a point, like when you finish, I guess what would be the equivalent of high school, you have to start applying for like uni. Mm-hmm. And so I applied, I didn't get in for for medicine. So you, oh, now damn. you're forced to take a year out or take something else. So mm-hmm. that year out, um, I was just doing like bare, diff- oh man, bro, I had so many jobs because I just couldn't, I was a shit employee in it. I'm not, I can't do that, that worker's life, put it that way. I was so shit at, uh, at having a job. It wasn't
1: working? It wasn't working for you?
0: <sighs> nah. I would just, I would always be seeking like more money then I'd jump to another company. And like, oh mm. shit, I don't like that. Fuck it, um, I can't bother to go in. Like, I was a shit employee, put it that way. And I had bare jobs that year. And then yeah. I kind of got into online entrepreneurship, making money online, just in other ways.
1: How so?
0: Um, so at the time dropshipping was really popular.
1: Oh, I remember that. Yeah, drop <laughs> I was I super popular. I remember popular. trying
0: that. Yeah, and um, so I started up a store, and then I kind I kind of started drifting away from wanting to do that uni lifestyle, and yeah. more into like, okay, you can actually make money online. There's there's a possibility you can actually make yeah. money while you're sleeping. So I'm like, fuck, this this might be I might be on something. And yeah. um, at the time, so let's say this is 2014, early tw- uh, late. Like September 2014. Um, mm. I the, okay, so in Thailand, there was a bunch of like drop at the time just living in Thailand, basically uh, running their business damn. online and was, just chilling.
1: Was one of them, uh, his name was uh, was it Mike Vestiel? Oh, Mike like
0: Vestiel, yeah, yeah, I've heard of him, yeah, He's in yeah, 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 those okay. kind of guys basically mm. like living that kind of lifestyle that. Yeah, I'm chilling all day and I'm making money online. That kind of lifestyle. Yeah. So I kind of got sucked into that. So I told everyone around me, I'm going to Thailand for one month. and okay. um, I knew I had no intention of coming back anytime soon. But I told everyone one month just because I knew that. If I said, I'm not coming back for a while, people would be like, no, yeah. what are you doing? Like, You need to like do this and do that. I didn't want to hear yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. want to hear it. So I was like, yeah, I'm going for a month. I, okay. soon, I landed in sure. Thailand. Um kind of just started like networking with those kind of guys trying to like figure out this online shit i was dead broke did, so i had like
1: wait did you all right so so hold on Look, yeah you went you went out there
0: mm-hmm.
1: did you go out there with like some money saved right or, I had, or you I went had, out there
0: i, I had a thousand pounds in my bank account okay so, so that's it,
1: like what like like 1500 1600
0: uh, around, around that time yeah about 1500 dollars
1: Okay, Damn. um okay,
0: that's not a lot. It's not a lot. I was naive because I thought I heard from all like the videos and the blogs that Thailand is cheap, right? It's cheap to yeah. live, so I'm thinking, okay, yeah, I can do well in a thousand. <laughs> bro, I blew <laughs> through two thirds of that in the first week, just like
1: oh man, getting
0: a place to live, getting a a motorbike, and I was down to like like two three hundred about three hundred pounds, and I just. For the for those next six months I was literally just like grinding away on doing odd jobs online. So mm. I was drop shipping, I was doing Facebook ads for business, I was doing copywriting, I was wow. doing email marketing, all this kind of thing to do with like online stuff.
1: Just to stay afloat.
0: Just to stay afloat. And and then one day I spoke to a friend, he told me he was making loads of money selling t-shirts online. Mm. And he kind of showed me how to do it. And then literally I put that all into plan. Within three hours, like, I made like a bunch of money to to get no. by at the time. What? Literally.
1: It kind of- That's crazy. I, I mean- Yeah, go ahead. Just, just, you know, sort of the naiveness. Like, I wouldn't even say it as naive. I would say, I would say brave. You feel me? Mm. I would say, I mean, or or you can say a little bit of both, a little bit of both. But that's that's crazy, bro. You go out there with, you know, not a couple of dollars, but not enough. Definitely yeah. not enough. And you just, just, just made it happen. Bro, when you, when, made it
0: when, when like, okay, there's a, there's a certain line in it. When when you don't have a certain baseline, for example, you don't know, you have to like literally budget. Okay, can I afford like this meal? Like, can I afford dinner? Can I afford yeah. rent? You kind of have to just like, for me anyway, I kind of kick into a mode where it's like, all right, we have to get this. Like, we need to grind right now. We need to make something mm-hmm. happen, in it. So for the long, for the longest time, for six months, I was literally like on that baseline, just trying to figure stuff out. Then that, wow. ha- then that happened, and uh, that was like the first time I ever had like some money. It wasn't even a lot. It was just like way more than I ha- ever had, and yeah. it was good enough for me to to now live a bit more comfortably and do what I actually wanted to do, which wasn't wow. music yet. <laughs> But, um, and
1: this is this is at age what?
0: So, I was 19 when this happened.
1: Damn, yeah, hella young.
0: I was hella young. I was, I was, yeah, I was young. So, okay, so let's say, so we was six months into that. Literally, for about like the next two or three years, I'm just traveling, checking out new countries, living in different mm-hmm. spots just because I couldn't, and I was doing all this online. Yeah. Um, then I got so, to, so, no, go ahead. Yeah. So,
1: so from 19 on would you say you know you were decently successful in sort nah, of the not, t-shirt bro. i uh, mean drop shipping like in the next i guess like like year or two like I, I, so in the in the moments where you you're checking out these different countries yeah would you would you consider that like decently successful or were you do you feel like you were even still a little naive in going from country to country while while you know that was happening
0: um i wouldn't say i was like Successful I was doing well For my age maybe And the fact Mm -hmm. And my situation as well Being able to travel To different countries Not really having Anything to tie me down Yeah To be fair yeah If I'm fully honest with you Kind of bouncing around In countries like In Asia And Eastern Europe And that It's not that much It's probably less expensive Than me even living In a place like London because wow. I guess it's very similar to living in New York, right? Rent is really expensive. It's, if you want to out at a restaurant, bro, that's like what twenty dollars, fifteen dollars. It's, yeah, it's expensive. Yeah. Be- me getting a meal at a nice restaurant in in Bangkok is what under ten dollars. If I'm really born out, if I eat some street food, then it's probably going to be like three dollars.
1: Wow, so that's ridiculous.
0: And rent in a place, rent in. Renting, like, a, a decent room would be, like, two $300 a month. So I'm really not spending that much. I'm yeah. living probably what would be poverty in other countries. I'm living, like, all right with little money in these other countries and just, like, experiencing mm-hmm. different things and that, just exploring, I guess, isn't it? But, yeah. Um, okay, wow. so I got to a point where I was starting to get bored of this internet stuff. Okay. I was trying to figure out what my passions are. Just trying to figure out life again, in a way. I thought, yeah. um, I thought at one point I thought I wanted to be an MMA fighter in it.
1: So- <laughs> you see, you see, I, I knew I liked you, man. <laughs> I knew I liked you, bro. I knew I liked you because you know what? I'm, I'm gonna give a little tidbit. Yeah. I'm gonna give a little tidbit right now. That entire MMA scene because I, in high school I, I did Muay Thai for like two years. Oh, sick! Yeah. You will definitely see me in an MMA fight sometime in the future. Damn. You're trying you trying to would fight? Yeah? <laughs> st- yes, yes. Sick. I'm still, I'm still trying to fight, but you know, I'm, I'm gonna do other things first. But bro, see, I, I, I know. I like bro, Get New York is a
0: hotbed for Muay Thai, isn't it. They got like quite a few gyms in that there. A,
1: a couple spots, yeah, a couple spots, a couple spots, definitely.
0: You still training at the moment?
1: no no i i i'm not at all like literally literally i i trained for two years i i i got decently good you know i'm a you know pretty determined person Mm i i i got decent um had a couple of exhibition matches where i i did pretty well um i was still playing baseball at the same time yeah and then that was right around high school where it was like okay are you gonna be a Muay Thai fighter? And in my mind, I'm like, well, there's no money in that unless you go to the UFC. Mm. You feel me? Or are you gonna play baseball for high school and then go on to try to become an MLB player? So I chose baseball because I was sort of more comfortable. I've been doing it for longer. So I, I, I ended up just dropping the Muay Thai. Yeah. But it's it's always been it's 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 always been sort of, I guess, a passion. It's just. The way I see it is it's sort of the ultimate competition, you feel me? There 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 are no variables yeah. besides you. Exactly. It's, it's you. you. There's no one to it's, blame.
0: It's it's all mental as well, really.
1: Yeah, there's no wind to blow the ball. There's no bad, you know, bad hops in in the dirt. You know, somebody can't deflate the ball. There's no cheating. <laughs> it's yeah. it's just you and the person and that's it. And I I I love that sort of just pure competition. Mm-hmm. Um just I guess feeling but go ahead, continue. So, cool. you know, you, so, you were looking for your passions. You thought you wanted to be an MMA fighter.
0: Yeah, so I got to a point where I was like, okay, I think I want to be an MMA fighter. Like, I love MMA. So, in All right. All it, right. I, moved, I, went, I moved back to Thailand and I moved to this place where in Phuket, so it's an island in Thailand, and the whole road okay. is... Is all MMA gyms, all Muay Thai gyms, and everything around fitness and fighters. So you basically wow. never have to leave this road. You have everything there. Health, food, clothes, whatever you need in terms of the fight world, it's all on this road. Um, wow. So I moved there, and I started training jiu-jitsu every day, two times a day, three times a day, every day. Um, Fire. I did that for a few months, and I quickly mm-hmm. realized... As much as I love martial arts, this is just not the life mm-hmm. for me in it. Like It's, a, it's okay. a grind, man, on your it body. Is. And I was just like, ah, <laughs> oh, fuck this. And you have it to have is. a certain kind of, I feel like you definitely have to have a certain kind of character in it to want to fight at that. Yeah. And like, I realized that that's not me in it.
1: Yeah, you got to be, I mean, you got to like the sport, but you got to, you know, also, you know, sort of find the, I guess, the art. The the beauty, the competition yeah. in, the viol- in the violence. And you really. can't
0: half-ass that. You, you try and like go nah. into, a, into a fight kind of like, yeah, I like it. I'll try it out. You're going to get whoops.
1: I'll try yeah Yeah, uh, f- the, the the sport of fighting really keeps you on your toes. There's no half-ass. There's no I'm tired today because every day you're tired. Every day you either decide not to do it. That's a day that, you know, if you would have went that day, maybe you would have never caught that foot in your face. You feel me? Exactly.
0: So, yeah. So yeah um, I guess with training every day You have a lot of off time to rest In between Mm. sessions And I feel like that's where I started getting into music again I was just Kind of just chilling a lot Listening to music I'll say this is around like December December 2015 So I'm just listening to like a lot of music The UK scene is starting to build up again And then I'm like You know what I'm just going to download Logic And I'm going to try and make a beat And then made the first one. Then January 2016 came around. And I was just like, fuck it. This is my New Year's resolution. I'm going to just make beats. uh, Well, My goal at that time was to make beats three hours every single day.
1: Three hours every single day.
0: I didn't. I'm not going to lie. I did not do that every single day. But I'd say 70% of the year I probably made beats every day for about two, three hours. And that was the New Year's Mm -hmm. resolution. Just to make beats. Do you know why? Because actually, yeah. Now I remember it. Um, you know about the ten thousand? It takes apparently it takes ten thousand hours to master yeah, something. Yeah, to
1: master something. Yeah.
0: So I basically done put it on my calculator. Like if I mm. done three hours every day,
1: that's that's how pretty, that's how long it's going
0: to take you. And three hours every day is like ten years to master a skill. So, so mm. I was like, okay, okay. it's going to take me ten years. I think I can do that. Let's wow. try. It.
1: Honestly, you're you're just the I, I guess the patience because I I think ten years and I guess. I don't know, maybe this is an American thing, but I think mm-hmm. 10 years and I'm like, I'm going to be 30. So mm. obviously, you know, I'm sort of moving away from that now, getting a little older, even though I just turned 23, but from 17, it, you know, from from 17 to probably about like two years ago, three years ago, and still just a little bit now, you're like, I want it all and I want it all right now. Yeah. <laughs> I want it all and I want it all right now. But you know, as time goes on, you realize that's not that's not just plainly the healthiest mindset to sort of move around. Because, you know, once a year passes, which you, when you look at a year in terms of the rest of your life, it's really nothing. And Man, it has
0: go back so quick. like y- Exactly. All, and and time ha- goes fast anyway. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it, it hasn't happened. Now you're like, oh, it hasn't happened. Do I suck am I not good am I not making the right decisions and that's that's not how any of this works and Mm -hmm. even me saying this and understanding that I still you know sort of battle the back and forth like oh you you know I don't have a hundred K I don't have a million subscribers I you know I'm not making X amount of money and it's like bro that's not the way this works, bro. That's not yeah. the way that this works. Relax, you feel me? Relax. So, yeah, e- even you, you know, sort of saying, okay, this is going to take 10 years and saying, okay, I think I can do that. That patience is so- sort of something that not not a lot of people have. Like mm. the, 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 way I, the way I used to think about, you know, if I want to be good in terms of, I guess, being amongst the best. The amount of work that I have to do, like I have to I have to like it has to be unfathomable. Mm-hmm. So it, in my mind, everybody around me is thinking I have to do let's just say to be the best push-up <laughs> person, I have to do, you know, 20 push-ups a day. In my mind, I'm like, well, no. If I want to be better, I have to do 50 push-ups. Yeah. But also at the same time, there's somebody out there saying, No, I have to do 70. And then there's somebody out there saying, "No, I have to do a thousand. So the mindset that I used to work at is the amount of work that you have to do, you cannot imagine it. You mm-hmm. feel me? You cannot imagine that number because the, the number doesn't exist. So you have to infinitely, mm. infinitely work, infinitely continue to do, no matter what. Yeah. And in in a way, it worked because I definitely, I guess not to sound braggadocious, but definitely. Like I figured if I can be the hardest worker in the room, no mm-hmm. matter what room I'm going to, even if i go into, even if I'm not the best, if I'm the hardest working, I'm giving myself a chance, you know, to, yeah. to, 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 to be one of the best. Um, it it's still it's still like it worked, but still in terms of longevity, in terms of consistency, I found for me, it's, it's not the right mindset to go through.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely want to talk to you about that because I I was watching your t- one of your videos recently and you was talking about this. But mm-hmm. before before we get there, yeah, how gotcha. did you how did you get into um, starting your YouTube channel?
1: Um, pretty much, I was like, all right, you know, during the break of, I decided I was gonna be a music producer. Now, mm-hmm. like, I was like, I was like this close to signing up for audio engineering school. At this point, I think I'm like. 19 i'm, not, I'm 19, twenty around i'm like 1920 i'm like all right you, you gotta you gotta head in one direction so what is it gonna be you know you want to make music and you know that you know you can get in through being an audio engineer you can be a producer that just works with artists and you work your way up from there or you can be a youtuber because that's what i've been watching to mm-hmm. learn how to make beats i literally learned everything i learned by watching tutorials and then experimenting and then just keep going over and over again True. so i was this close to doing it and then they told me yeah it's about like twenty five thousand dollars for the year for one for for one year and i'm like bro that's a lot of money bro that is a, <laughs> that is a lot of money for something that i know for a fact i can learn online you feel yeah. me i i've, I've I I have a decent grasp on how to look information up on the internet and sift through information and then go out and try it and see what works for me and what doesn't, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to spend $25,000 learning how to mix a song. So I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to learn audio engineering on my own through YouTube. Um, and that was the route I was going. And then I was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to start a YouTube channel yeah. just because – I, I think I even back then I had the sort of uh, idea that regardless of what you do, of what you, like your music is, what your brand is, if your if your brand sort of isn't like you, once you stop doing whatever that one thing is, I guess whatever you've built almost I feel like almost crumbles. Which is why I'm I'm sort of and that that may not be necessarily true, but that was the way that I was thinking before. Mm-hmm. So. The, the uh trying to stay on topic with the question is how did i start the youtube yeah it was pretty much that um I've, I've been making beats for about like a year i didn't want to start a youtube channel until i thought i was decent enough yeah and then I, I got home and knew you know i gotta start making some money i gotta start you know having a plan at least or having a goal so once i decided i was i was confident enough in my in my production i was like you know what let's do it you feel me i feel like I feel like I'm comfortable enough being on camera. I feel like, um, you know, I sort of explain myself in a decent, you know, in a decent way, good enough. Um, I'm I'm not the best. I'm not an expert, but I'm a dude, just like hundreds and thousands and probably millions of other dudes, just learning, you know, the same thing. So I said, you know what? Why not? And I think what it was about YouTube that I was afraid of is I was afraid of starting and not having it work. Mm. Because so many people start a YouTube channel, and once you hear somebody starting a YouTube channel, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Like, "Yo, oh, yeah, you're starting a vlog, or yeah, you're starting this channel about that. And usually, like 70% of the time, it never really pans out. People either stop after a couple months or a year or maybe even two after they see that it's not working. Yeah. So I was afraid of telling people that I was going to start a YouTube channel and it not work. Mm. So... It took me about a year to sort of muster up the courage and i was like all right <laughs> let, let, let's dive in let's go once you're in you're in there's no coming out mm-hmm. and then that was it so i you know it took me like two weeks to to make my first tutorial because i didn't know how to edit i had yeah. to take more time to know how to edit a video and learn how to use premiere pro and all these things um and then i decided yeah if, if i'm going to compete in this youtube thing i got to I gotta go hard, I gotta, you know, be smart, I gotta work mm-hmm. hard, I gotta work smart, I gotta find a way to compete. Yeah. So that was that was the sort of the sort of decision making process when it came to me starting the channel, the mm-hmm. actual channel. How that long was have about, you been
0: yeah, when was that?
1: Um, that was I mean honestly, I could I could probably check right now. If I'm not mistaken, that was August of twenty eighteen. Okay, so it's been yeah. it's been like two years. It's been like two years. If mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. I, I want to get that exact number for you right now. We joined, yeah, August twenty fourth, twenty eighteen. So it's been two years uh, since then, um, and it's been it's been a very interesting ride, up and down. So for everybody that's starting a YouTube channel, listen,
0: mm.
1: there will be, uh, if, if if you do it long enough and you do it well enough, there will be a lot of ups. Talking about real ups, I'm talking about you feel invincible ups, right. and then there will there will be a lot of downs right after that, unless 100%. you just continue to go just straight up, which and that's most likely, rare. The, that's rare. Yeah, it might that, happen that, for
0: one in I don't know every. I I don't know what the stat is, but it's extremely rare.
1: Yeah, it's extremely rare. Even for people that go straight up that way, it doesn't stay up. You feel me? Yeah. It doesn't stay up. So get ready for an emotional ride because. It's it's tough, especially you know when you when you feel like you're putting effort into this and you know you're sort of banking on this to make a living and you're you know this is your thing. There's gonna be ups and downs, but that's everything. That's life, yeah. really. <laughs> that's life, really, really. True.
0: It's whatever you choose, but I you definitely feel it. <laughs> you definitely feel it in YouTube. It's tell you to your face. Yeah. If you look in your analytics. Definitely. It will tell you. This It'll one didn't. Tell you. This one like did the- bang.
1: Yeah, it, it it took me it took me like three it took me like three four months to get like a hundred subscribers, bro. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> it took in me the like beginning, three,
0: in the beginning, I think like the beginning is probably the hardest. It it always takes like really yeah. long to get that first, the first few followers.
1: Yeah, definitely. It, it's 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 interesting because I I feel like. Now I'm sort of at a, a, a calmer, I guess, state because I've been through the ups and downs, so it's starting to average out now. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, sort of, there wasn't really any pressure besides I just want to put out as many videos as I possibly can. Yeah, I think when I started to get views, that's when the emotional sort of ups and downs started to come in, and it's mm. crazy because I talked, I talked, I talked talk, talk to Lifestyle about this um, when I when I went to California. I linked mm. up with him, and, you know, he felt the same way. And he told me about a conversation with Chris Ponzalon on on his podcast, and they felt the same way. And I, I'm not sure if you felt the same way uh, throughout your um, YouTube career. Well, yeah. But you, you know what? In the beginning, I I didn't
0: give myself any expectation mm. or any pressure. And that's why it was easy. Like, bro, I have some shocking videos that I've put out. Yeah. And... I just put them out without caring, and if they got numbers, they got numbers, and it was nothing in the beginning. As you start to like get views in that, yeah, you definitely feel like more of a
1: more of a pressure to sort of definitely uh, yeah t- to de- to deliver every single time. Yeah, and it it's sort of like I don't know if any if you if you know about like stocks, but stocks is sort of a thing where like you know you follow a pattern and you you know sell the stock at the right moment, and then it mm-hmm. works. But because there's so many variables and because the algorithm runs on people and people are not, people are not necessarily consistent. People have different thoughts and different emotions every single day. So everything is always different. Um, You know, when I started to get some views, I'm like, okay, this one has 5,000. Let me do the same thing again. And then it doesn't do well. So I'm like, all right, sure. And then I do the same thing again two weeks later. Now it has 10,000. I'm like, okay, so it, it, it works or it doesn't work. I'm not sure. And then you know you start trying out like, different thumbnails, different SEO tricks, you know, different sort of video structuring. And then I think when it got tough for me is when I had like seven, eight, nine, like seven to ten thousand subscribers, mm-hmm. and my videos were getting fifteen thousand views, sixteen thousand mm. views, seventeen thousand views. And I and I was I was ecstatic. I was like, I'm like you know this is my moment. This is it's happening after. Yeah you know, after so long it's happening, you know, not necessarily I'm gonna blow up, but, you know, I'm gonna catch a really good momentum here. Uh you know, I'm gonna catch some really good momentum here. And then uh like all of a sudden like one video didn't do as well. And I'm like, oh okay. You know, now like it was at that point I gained almost like seven thousand subscribers sort of in a month. So I went from like like eight to like fourteen yeah. in a month or two. Um. So, you know, that was you know, an amazing feeling. You feel like all your hard work is starting to pay off. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, a video, you know, one video doesn't do too well. Now, you know, my videos, instead of getting, you know, 20, 30,000 views that even though I was at like 15,000 subscribers, my videos are sort of not going crazy, but for your subscriber count, double your subscriber count. Like imagine if every video, what what, you have like 100,000 right now, if every video you post is hitting 150, 200,000, that's crazy yeah that's crazy so you know i was feeling amazing at at the moment and then a video doesn't do well i'm like oh okay sure no maybe that video wasn't that good um you know sometimes videos do well and you don't even understand why so i post another video and then that video doesn't you know do as good and i'm like okay i don't all right you know whatever then you post another one and then you post another one and then you post Mm. another one and they're not hitting the same numbers and literally probably for the next six months my mind is going crazy yeah. because I don't understand why it stopped. And I, get, like, I guess the mindset that I have is, you know, you are where you, where you are because that's where you're supposed to be. And mm-hmm. I guess I'd rather have the blame all on me than to blame anything else. So whenever, you know, a video didn't do well, I'm like, okay, maybe I didn't edit the video enough for it to be entertaining. Maybe the topic I picked wasn't good enough. Yeah. So throughout, throughout the video starting to sort of come down come down come down. I'm like, I'm doing something wrong. I'm doing something wrong when in reality, although, you know, on the surface, it seems like a good, you know, mentality to sort of, you know, t- you know, be accountable. You can't really blame everything that happens around you on you. You mm-hmm. feel me? So, that really sort of, I guess, t- like, like I, I, I would say my, my, my morale on, on YouTube, my morale, my, my motivation sort of took a huge hit because I was so high, things were going so well for a while wow. and then it just crashed, it just crashed, it burned. At one point, um, like. My 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 revenue, my views, my watch time—they were all down like sixty, seventy, eighty yeah. percent. And I was like, "Yo, did like my my channel just like Bro, I just really, die?" I think that, um, <laughs> YouTube doesn't
0: help that as well. Because,
1: no, because you don't. know, like,
0: so when you upload a YouTube video, for people who don't know, um, there's literally a ranking of the last yeah. ten videos you've done. So if I upload a video and I check back in an hour, I can see how well it's doing compared to my other, my other videos. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, when if I see a, sometimes it happens, you see a video that's doing 10 out of 10. Yeah. And there's all red, uh, red arrows that like your watch time is down, your views mm-hmm. are down, uh, your engagement's down. And it even tells you like a little caption, like your video is not performing as well as it usually is. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. That does not help your model whatsoever.
1: It doesn't. It doesn't at all. It doesn't at all, and I guess it, like once that started to happen, once I started to you know gain some views, I started to get you know sort of you know more reach, more people started to see me, yeah. and I, I started to get messages from you know different producers, um, and I started to work, sort of you know starting to trickle, you know, dip my toes in the in the industry a little bit, mm. so. With this this producing thing now, I'm I'm a YouTuber, but there's sort of two worlds to this. You know, you have, I mean, it's not two worlds, but it's sort of like a state and then two different cities. You have, you know, Mm, content creator producers, and then you have industry producers. Yeah. So I'm starting to get you know get in contact with some of the industry producers and you know starting to work with some people, and at the same time as everything is crashing, now I'm confused as hell because. I'm getting my hand in the industry a little bit. But when I do that, obviously I'm taking time away from the YouTube Mm -hmm. and the YouTube is already crashing, but the YouTube brought me to the industry. So it's (laughs) like, what the hell do I do? Like, where do I go? What do I do? How much time do I allocate to whatever the hell it is? Mm. And after a good, like seven months of, racking my brain my brain doing flips upside down me feeling amazing me feeling trash me feeling amazing when a a big producer hits me up but then me feeling trash when like nothing else happens after that um i sort of you know i'm coming to the conclusion bro like there there's no there is no there's no right decision no matter what you do you feel me no matter what you do like whether i stood strictly through youtube or i left straight to do industry like there was never a right decision and i'm always sort of you know focusing on what is the best decision that i can possibly make mm-hmm. but in re- in reality you don't know what the best decision it is because you don't know what happens after that yeah. you don't know you know if you gain a hundred thousand subscribers and then maybe you blow up and now you have five hundred thousand subscribers and now you're killing it and now you're doing amazing and you know Obviously, we understand, you know, with success comes even more problems. You know, you have family members, people around you that start to get excited. And depending on, it hasn't happened now, but it's inevitable, especially when uh, when it comes to something like money. Once you start to earn money, sort of people that knew you before are sort of going to feel a little entitled to a little bit of what you've done. Uh-huh. So, you know, I could blow up and get 500,000 subscribers, but then lose all my friends because all my friends sort of expect something You know in a way or people around me expect something in a way like you, you you don't know what the hell's gonna happen You can be on a plane and then it fucking crashes because you know You were going to a meeting because you're you're so big or you could have 20,000 subscribers Not be as big and then wait two years and something good happen. So really at the yeah. end of the day Don't stress yourself and this is what I'm, I, I'm telling myself still, as I'm saying this, you know, to you and everybody that's listening, you never know what the right... There is no right decision. There's just a decision to make, and then you move forward from there.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's well said. Is, yeah,
1: is so that, that
0: again, is that a goal of yours, though? Do you feel like you do want to move more into the industry and, and start trying to go for placements instead of doing the content route?
1: Um... I'm, I'm gonna say honestly, I'm gonna lay out sort of my entire game plan. Mm-hmm. Um, some people would say that, oh, like, you know, maybe that's not a smart thing to do because I guess you're giving other people the idea. But as a fan of competition, I, I I don't really care about that.
0: Yeah.
1: I feel like right now, yeah, like right now, you there there's no one producer that has an extreme hold on YouTube, right? On on the YouTube content creation and the industry at the same time. Now, people would say, oh, you have Cash Money APs and the KBZs, but they're not like really pushing the content. Because what I'm thinking is, imagine someone like Murder Beats. Murder Beats, if you're listening to this, I would highly suggest this. Maybe you don't want to do it, but imagine if somebody like Murder Beats decides, you know what, I'm going to do a vlog. I'm going to have, because he has the money to do it, I'm going to have somebody follow me around with a camera, and I'm going to put it out. And that's it. Imagine how crazy that would go. Imagine if... That would go you know, nuts. It, would go, it would go nuts. It would go nuts. It would I've, go nuts. I've seen
0: it happen for not music producers, but artists in general. Yeah, so like,
1: artists.
0: Have you... I don't know if many people... Well, I'm sure if you're a Wiz Khalifa fan, you know this. But many people don't know that Wiz Khalifa had a vlog series for the longest time. And it's, I think it's one of the major reasons why he has like such a strong cult fan base and it, he can drop a you know mixtape tomorrow and it's yeah. gonna bang
1: you know it's interesting um as you're saying that i like literally it was yesterday i saw uh it, it was a recommendation for it was it, it was a vlog with wizz khalifa and i'm like Wiz khalifa a vlog why is this being recommended like yeah Wiz khalifa doesn't even really like drop music like that now so it's interesting to see and then i saw the views it had like like Four hundred thousand views, something like that. I'm like, that's okay, what, that's what not I'm bad. saying.
0: Everyone think everyone thinks that Wiz Khalifa is just done out here, like black and yellow, and that mm, was it, whatever. Nah. This guy is secretly killing it, and it's all because he has that strong cult fan base, and that goes back to his days of vlogging from like 2008. Yeah, literally. and I saw
1: it, and it was on his channel, and I was like, oh, so he he was vlogging, and it was doing well. Yeah, so really that's my game plan and it's it's sort of obviously you will travel faster if you focus on one but um actually that's not necessarily true you, like i said you never you don't know what don't know what happens, <laughs> you know what happens. Know. so i can't even really say that but sort of my goal is to have a stronghold on the youtube content and then also in the industry at the same mm-hmm. time that that that's really my goal and then after that um i'm a person really that you know i like making music and you know what i can say i love making music because it's just something about seeing a blank fl studio you know screen and then 30 minutes an hour later playing something that you like yo i just did that you feel me yeah um I, i i love making music but i like to do A lot of things you feel me I like to do a lot like I'm I'm not I don't only make music and music is not the only thing that interests me or I guess you can say stimulates my brain so whether it be you know a different forms of art in terms of like I guess you can say photography even though I'm not a photographer a photographer but something like that sort of is interesting to sort of dabble I'm, I'm like a a dabbler you know in a sense you feel me i've yeah i've dabbled in a, a bunch of different things over uh over sort of my short 20 years and i think i'm going to con- continue to do that so okay y'all heard it here first I, <laughs> i've told some people but in the future i definitely want to be in a movie as an actor and I'm not saying because I'm an actor or I want to be an actor, mm-hmm. but I I love the challenge of learning a new skill, and the feeling of overcoming that learning curve is one of the best things ever. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of the best things when you walk into a spot and you're a newbie, and then however much time you walk into a spot back again, you're not a newbie anymore. Now you can compete with you know the, the you know the best. So. Y'all going to see me sort of like a childish you know, Gambino in a sense. He makes music, yeah. sort of a comedy dude. He acts, he sings. Um, I can't really sing, but <laughs> um, you guys are definitely going to see sort of a little bit of whatever the hell is interesting to me at the moment mm-hmm. um, in terms of content. So, and, that, and that's why I'm moving away from strictly tutorials yeah. because um, I find that the tutorial, although... It's really beneficial because of search terms and all that. I feel like it's a little harder to get more of you in it. And a lot of times I feel like, I guess depending on how your fan base feels about you, um, it's a lot of like click around. It's like, all right, click through the melody. Okay, like it. Click halfway and then click to see the end beat and then that's it. Mm. So I feel like I don't want, at the end of the day, I don't want people to just, I guess, come... Come to the content to my, for
0: that. Come to yeah, the content yeah, for yeah, you, really.
1: Yeah, yeah, to come to the content for one specific thing. Because at the end of the day, like I said, that it's, it's not... It's not uh, how, how do I say? In terms of longevity, you feel me? Like, yeah, how long, I definitely how, feel the
0: longevity is around... The personal brand, you.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's why I'm I'm trying to push the push, you know, you know, the brand, and also just just make different forms of content. You feel me? We can we can do challenges. We can do sort of vlogs. I'm gonna be doing a whole bunch of different things. And I'm pretty sure every every you know YouTuber that that started off doing tutorials is gonna end up in that way too. Yes. Yeah. Like how, how long really can we make tutorials? I for- think I think it's just a timing thing.
0: It's just yeah. like. Because this this producer this producer world on YouTube, it's not that old yet. So we're Mm-mm. we're really still like trying to figure it out. We figured out that tutorials are the way that we bring in views, but mm-hmm. just like with every hold on a second, I'm just gonna do the camera thingy. Yeah,
1: you good?
0: Yeah. So just like every niche on on YouTube, it always evolves. Like, okay, I watch a lot of fitness uh, vlogs. And fitness YouTubers, and I don't yeah. really watch them because I care about being in the gym and lifting weights and that. To be honest, I don't care that much. Yeah. But the way how they've able to turn their passion that engages the general audience and turn it into an experience mm. when you're watching their video, that like you're following their journey, their life. Um, yeah. Th- I think that's something that's so sick, and I think like eventually Definitely, the bro. producer community will get more into that lane of where it's, it's more than just the beats. It's more than just how to make a, the baby beat. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, sort of piggybacking off what you said, like this sort of like, although obviously music has been around and producers have been around, but the content creating producer that really just Mm. started like that. It just like really, what like five five maybe years? Even, Was there even tutorials
0: that like there really wasn't that many? Maybe like one one off. But like, no, there wasn't a guy out there. That's yeah, that's that guy exactly.
1: So and I I, I tell people all this time you know all the time, especially because I get a lot of questions of people that want to start channels and, and you know with the, with whatever the case is. I tell them. You know, cause uh, you hear a lot. Oh, you know, the industry is oversaturated. YouTube's oversaturated. Everybody's trying to make YouTube videos, and I'm like, oversaturated. How many YouTube producers are making tutorials on the internet? You know, that are sort of you can say mm-hmm. a pillar. This may be about like twenty. Maybe of less this. than that, to
0: be fair. Maybe. Yeah.
1: Maybe less than that. We don't. We don't have a tutorial producer or music producer that has a million mm. subscribers. We don't even have that yet. Other industries makeup up uh fitness, there's hundreds of people that have millions yeah. of subscribers. The the producer content creating, you know, bubble is literally in the infant stages. It's in the infant stages. Yeah. Literally, literally. So I tell people that all the time, you know, it you you may not get 20,000, 30,000, 40,000 subscribers. You know, you know, in in a couple months, depending on I guess how hard you really go, and you know, you know how much you know about you know what what gets people to click and what topics people are clicking on. You know, you, you may be able to do a decent amount for yourself in a year or two, but it's in the infant stages, man. And there's there's so much space. There's so much space for other YouTube producers. And I tell people that all the time. There's gonna be a lot of people that are, are going to say in the next five years, damn, I wish I started a YouTube channel. Yeah. I wish I started 100%. a YouTube channel. 100%.
0: It's the easiest time is literally today because it's just going to get... It's going to... Eventually, it's going to get more and more and more producers jumping in on it.
1: Yeah. And th- it, th- then th- it th- will th- get
0: harder just by the numbers.
1: Yeah, Hell yeah. Think, think about... Think, think about if you wanted to start a, a, a fitness channel right now.
0: Yeah, that's How tough. hard would that be to make a living off... Imagine trying to make a living in a year doing a gaming channel.
1: That is competition. That
0: is saturation. And that's. I I don't even like to be honest. Yeah, I don't really like this word, is saturated. I feel like it's a bad way to look at it. It's a bad. I think it's kind of like a bad perspective because yeah,
1: it it could be
0: saturated and yeah, there's a lot of people. But you can still come at it in a different way, which makes you stand out and pop up.
1: Yeah, sort of in a way, you know, sat- saturation is really just another word for competition. You feel me? Yeah. There, there, there's a lot of people doing it. Okay, well, even better. Now you know what to look at and now you know what does well. Now you can take whatever elements that you like from what does well and then add your own element and then and start yeah, to compete. and at
0: least you know it's a viable idea. Because uh, imagine, like, being the first producer on YouTube... Trying to do this kind of thing, you there's no one to gauge and see that it's working. No one,
1: no there's one.
0: nothing to base your content off of. Like, what should I do? A tutorial, or should I just make a beat with no screen recording? Like, you just don't know, in it.
1: Yeah, should I should I should I put a face cam? Should I tell yeah. jokes? Should I should I put memes in there? You you, di- you didn't know. Now. Give me a second now now you do now you do now you know exactly what to do and it's still in this early stages so i'm letting you know right now if you're listening to this and you have an idea of starting a youtube channel go and do it trust me mm-hmm. go and do it bro go and do it it's it's it if it's really what you want to do you'll think you'll thank me in the next couple years you'll thank me in the next couple years trust me <laughs>
0: You're going to, in a couple of years, you're going to come, you're going to see someone come up to you and be like, yeah, I heard you. And that's what made me do it.
1: Yeah, bro. And it, it's like, I sort of think that even, I guess, just looking at the numbers, we're, we're sort of like a uh, uh, desensitized to numbers because I can look at my channel right now and it says, you know, what it says, um, about a million views all across my channel. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I know that that's not really, that's not really a big number because people have millions of views on every video. So really what what it is, is the comparing yourself allows you to, desensit- it desensitizes you to what is actually happening. Yeah. A million people have clicked on one of my videos, whether it was for one second or three minutes, and have seen my face and at least heard me say five words.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. And that's Naturally, I co-
1: Naturally, I compare myself and I'm like, oh, no, like that that's nothing. But there's there's been events that I've gone to and people have said, yo, I feel like I've seen your face before, bro. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, really? And it's like, yeah, bro, you make YouTube videos. And I'm like, yeah. And They're like, yo, I was just watching. I'm like, what? That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Don't 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 be discouraged if your video is getting a thousand views, 2000 views or if it's not. Shit, it took, me like, it took me like four months to get 100 subscribers, bro. It took me like four months, bro. Four months. Four months, bro. Trust do me. Do it. Do yeah. it. I know you want to do it. You're watching right now. <laughs> I know you want to do it. I know you want to do it and you a little scared because you know it takes, it takes some work. It takes some time. Do it, bro. Trust me. It's going to be worth it. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be worth it.
0: Yeah, actually, also, um, one thing I want to say as well, you gotta do it for the right reasons, is it? You gotta do it because you course. enjoy it. I've heard of people course. come around me and be like, "I want to do it because I think there's money to be made in this." That's it's, that's not gonna drive you long like, enough to go through these ups and downs that we've been talking about. That I love it.
1: That yeah, that that that's probably if if you do anything because of that, that's probably gonna be one of the, the singular biggest mistakes. I mean, I, I I guess it depends because you know some people want money because they're like, yo. You know, I want to be able to sort of just make a living. And then some people are like, yo, I want to be able to buy cool stuff and, you know, do all these things. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, obviously, if, if you're saying, yo, I want to make a living. I want to sort of, you know, do something for myself. Money is a byproduct. But you got to understand, you're you're never going to be good at anything or you're never going to be really good at anything if you don't really, really like it.
0: Yeah. Like
1: everybody that is the best in the world at what they do. They love what they, they do They
0: were obsessed with it
1: This is they, what they, they Thought love about all the time do. Literally They love what they do And you have to find Sort of What captures you In that way You feel me? Mm-hmm. What captures you in that way For me Like Some of the hardest parts Of the YouTube Is just the editing Like It's just a, Like It's like I just heard myself Talk for an hour And I gotta hear myself Talk for an hour again And I gotta cut it up You feel me? Mm-hmm. For me That's where it gets difficult But I guess what sort of I guess captures me is I guess just the the I guess the process of making something making something doesn't matter what it is you know whether it's a beat whether it's a video whether it's a photo you know I'm you know helping you know friends with a you know photography project whether it's a song whether it's saying you know what I like this sweater but what if I cut this sleeve off or add this on this hoodie? It's just, I guess, the process of creating, which is very vague, but I guess that's that that what captures that is what captures me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that is what I have to capture in the channel. You feel me? Yeah. In the channel, that is what I have to capture. So you got to find what you what you really, really, really like, because even in the industry, I personally feel like the demands for producers in the industry is crazy like you know you know producers and artists ask for exclusive samples and and exclusive beats all the time so i was like i'm supposed to give you 20 samples that nobody else has and then you want 20 more samples the next day oh man tell me about it like bro bro, and 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 i i i I really i i I low-key feel like it creates a sort of you know, and if you truly, like truly to the bottom of your heart, love to make making the music stuff, you're already producing that amount of music. But I feel like what that is doing is it's creating this sort of, you know, sort of toxic sort of like expectation that if you want to be in a music industry, you have to pretty much only make music. You have to only make music and only do that and do that at an almost unhumane you know, scale. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I I I want to be sort of an industry producer. I want to work with artists, but I cannot just sit here all day and just do that. And just pick up
0: samples on samples. I feel you. And
1: like, it, it it's not enough for me. You feel me? It's not enough for me. I have to go and do something else, and then maybe come back and then do that. So, if that's not you, don't do that. Because for a while, I I I found myself kind of getting it, uh, you know, getting into that. Like, you know what? I have to just, you know, sit here all day, every day and don't do anything else. And that literally goes against sort of my own, you know, I guess you can say, I don't want to say philosophy, but my own rules against myself. You know, I've I've been a a fitness person my whole life Mm -hmm. and I got into this music thing and I completely dropped it. Like completely, I don't, I barely work out. I don't do, I don't go for, I used to run like two, three miles every day you feel me go to the gym you know three hours every day yeah but i completely dropped all of it uh to sort of compete with i guess the expectations of producers that you have to just be sitting on your computer all day and i'm I'm learning that's not it and that's not enough for me and i guess that's not necessarily my lane so i have to just sort of fall into whatever my lane is which is some videos on youtube different kinds of videos on youtube some you know you know, in industry moves, some moves outside of the music industry, whether that be you know, you know, other types of art, other types of clothing, other types of photography, whatever the hell the case is, I guess, you know, I'm I'm finding out that industry, solely industry producer is not my lane. Mm-hmm. Because it's not it, it's not enough for me. It's not enough for me. Yeah. Yeah. So that actually that kind of reminds me of something that I wanted to ask you, mm-hmm. yo, bro. How do you do it, bro? The consistency that this the bro the consistency that you've had over the last year has been literally inspiring, bro. Because I'm like every time I, I I you know go on YouTube, Ocean dropped a new video. Ocean dropped a new video. I'm like, yo, bro, how does this guy do it, bro? Yeah, I how appreciate does this guy that, do it?
0: Um, it was uh, I'd say discipline, really. mm Yeah a lot of sacrifices and a lot of discipline. Um, To be honest, a lot of it just seems like, how can I put this? I was in such a routine that when I think about it, it doesn't really seem like much. It kind of seems like a blur, but it's literally just me like having, right now it's it's not like this, like I'm a bit off my track, but before like I was really on it. I'd wake up early in the morning, I would have my morning routine, I sit down and I know, like, all right, I have to get this video out, so I need to make a beat, film it, yeah. edit it, put it out. And that was, like, my baseline. As long as I got that done, then I'm good. And I just were, need to do again. that. Yeah, that that was yeah. the only thing that made me feel like I've done something with the day. And it's a good and a bad thing. It could be a good thing because, like, at least I'm getting shit done, you know, like I'm, yeah. I'm being consistent. But the bad like my mood would swing and people around me would feel it like if I mm. if I haven't done shit today if I haven't put out a video or a piece of content or at least played the keys for an hour or done something then I'm pissed like let, mm. how are you going to ask me to come to a party right now don't talk to me about anything mm. else you know yeah that kind of vibe yeah yeah
1: but I feel you so Another question I have is obviously mm. as you as you start to grow, as your channel started to grow, you know you have more reach and more people start to reach out to you. Now, well, I guess the first question is, have you had? And I'm pretty sure any sort of industry, you know, I guess more industry people sort of, you know, hit you up, you know, maybe want to work with you, mm. or or whatever the cases. Um, some
0: yeah, but not as okay, not as much as I thought so. When I was sitting okay. on, like, 10K subs, I thought, okay, when I get 100K, bad people are going to slide in the da- DMs. I'm going to work with yeah, like, bad people. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm at that stage. Yeah, I do get some opportunities, but it's not, like, a ton, basically. Yeah. Okay,
1: okay. All right, good question. All right. Now, I oh, good answer. Now, I guess where I want to move to mm. is how much of, I guess, the industry producer, like, do, do you want to sort of get in on that? Is placements yeah. something that, like, like how high on the priority list, I guess, for you is that?
0: Um, so this year is very, very high on my priority list. Um, I want to get placement. I want to get some plaques. I want to okay. walk into my studio and have some plaques. But at the same time, as I'm starting, I think that I've come into a very similar perspective as, as you. Because now that I'm starting to get these opportunities and I'm starting to, like, actually... Send out beats for placement, send out samples and that. These demands are, are, are high. And to balance everything, it's starting to be a bit much because like, you need to send out a beat pack to an artist and they're recording in the studio. So you need to send out at least 20 beats. But then you need to send out a new 20 beats two days later. And then two days later, a new 20 beats. And it, it's a lot, especially when you've got other stuff going on as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. I I guess that's sort of where my question, circling back to the consistent consistency thing, is. Is like for me, it's hard to stay consistent because if I need to send out twenty samples to four, five, six, seven, eight, you know, bigger producers, Mm. they all want exclusive samples. But I gotta edit and film a video. It's like I, I usually end up, you know, choosing one or the other. Yeah, that, so sometimes... Yeah. That, that's,
0: that's what I'm, I'm starting to find out now, that balance. I'm, I'm trying to find the balance between that. And I think that's probably why... Not, I feel like we will find a balance eventually, but I don't think mm-hmm. produ- any producer specifically has figured it out on how to beat industry and content at the same time. Because if you're going to put in all your time in making beats, that's taken away from your YouTube channel. And yeah. if you're going to do the YouTube and you want to put out four free videos a week, it's definitely going to cut into the time that you have to actually sit down and make some because t- making videos takes a long time. It takes me
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> the best part of a day, to be honest. So,
1: yeah, it it, it like I, I guess depending on what kind of video it is, but I would say usually on average, I, I, I might take an hour, you mm-hmm. know, or maybe even sometimes more to make the beat. And then it's like another like what? 3 4 yeah. hours to edit the video. That's already 5. And then maybe add like another like, you know, 10 minutes for the thumbnail. And then, you know, that that might take half a day, mm-hmm. like you said. And then you got to it find the
0: energy to create 10, uh, ten 20 beats on top of that. Yeah. I know it sounds, more- it sounds it sound I mean, it definitely is possible if you time manage and all that. But you're human at the same time You have emotions yeah. It's not as black and white as that
1: Yeah I, I, I feel like I feel like a, a big problem is Is that YouTube Like both Both of these industries Demand You know Time mm-hmm. They demand time Because the competition is, is, is decently high You feel me YouTube You need uh, You know Unless you have the money For an editor and, and, you, and you have a consistent editor That you like Then you can just dish it out But you know Obviously Starting out you don't have that, so yeah, definitely um, I think
0: like as as we get, as we start growing and that we're go- we're not only going to find our balance, but it will become easier once we start hiring out a team, maybe an editor, maybe yeah, this yeah, person yeah, yeah, and that person. Okay. But yeah, yeah,
1: and that's definitely what, what I'm starting to do now. But it's still like even editor because you know the the editor job you know it's not a popular one but it's 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 a very valuable valuable person in whatever team that you're building mm-hmm. so finding a good editor for me has been hard because the the editors that and, and I'm not saying that I'm you know I'm editing a movie or anything but I I'm you know to find someone that edits as good as me
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I guess yeah I'm not even going to say as good. Like but like me, to, to right, your
0: style, to your standard as like well.
1: To, to my style, to my standard with sort of a similar sense of humor because that, that definitely plays a role. Um, those editors usually cost more money. And, you know, you have editors that have less experience, that might not do a good job, that might do it for free or less money. But the video quality is not the same. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, all right, do I sacrifice video quality for more time? And it's, it's 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 pretty much like having two horses tied to, you know, a horse tied to one arm and a horse tied to the other arm. Mm-hmm. And both those horses are running in opposite directions as fast as they possibly can. That's what sort of, that's what sort of it's, it's like trying to do both. But I think um, as time goes on, uh, definitely uh, the both of us definitely have a sort of good grip and understanding of what, you know, is going on. And I think there's going to be a lot of other people that are going to come and are going to do, you know, similar you know jobs in ter- terms of how well they sort of maneuvered the landscape of both of these uh, industries
0: yeah so um you you was in la recently yeah we was talking a bit about it before w- was that like to to do the industry thing
1: um it's it's interesting it's new um it's sh- not the first time I've met up with producers that I, I-, I knew through social media. Mm-hmm. Cause I've done that some a little bit in New York. But it's the first time I guess I met up with other sort of industry act like industry producers and other content creators. Uh definitely interesting. Definitely some uh experiences were a little a little awkward at first, <laughs> you feel me, but you know that's that's bound to happen. Mm. But um I guess I I can't uh how do I say it? I guess the, the one takeaway that I, I've learned from going out there twice because I I won't I guess say the full story now. I would have to save that for maybe a year or two down the line. So a year or two on the next podcast, well not, not the next one, but we're definitely gonna have another podcast where I guess I can explain, you know, exactly what went on. Mm-hmm. Um but make sure for anybody that's traveling, especially going out your way, especially if you're spending some money, make sure you have your days sort of, and I don't even want to say make sure you have your days locked in because I've, I've I had days locked in with people, but I guess just really, really, really make sure that your relationship with the person, with all the people that you're meeting up with is good enough um, because I guess what I can say is everybody's running on somebody else's time. You feel me? Mm. So uh i got a lot of you know i'll let you know when the previous conversation was yeah bro whenever you're in la hit me up i got you and then when i got there it was a lot of i'll let you know um yeah bro uh i'll let you know in a couple days and then nothing yeah so it was a lot of like flaking and obviously some people i already spoke to they told me the situation so we did and you're watching this that's fine but um overall like I i would say the last trip i went to la literally i had about like seven people i was supposed to meet up with mm-hmm. and six out of seven people fl- uh canceled for one like for one reason or uh, another not saying yeah not 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 saying that um you know you guys you know flaked um i'm just saying for one reason or another six out of the seven people canceled um and then it was like a yeah i'll let you know and then never any message back ever again mm-hmm. so it, it gets tricky everybody's running on somebody else's time uh, just, just sort of make sure You got those relationships Locked in And what I mean Locked in I mean for sure For sure Because I, I was sure But obviously Different things happen So make sure you, Especially when you're traveling you, you got things locked down That's my only uh, Sort of takeaway From uh, both <laughs> those trips Out <laughs> Both those trips Out to LA no, I was I, like man I feel you on that Because I, I
0: had a very Very similar Experience When I went there uh, In November mm. It's kind of more, oh, okay. or less, more or less, to be honest, yeah, more or less exactly what you're saying. So I feel you on that.
1: Yeah. But yeah, so, you know, make sure you get your days locked in. And uh, that's pretty much it, man. <laughs> <laughs> get, get, your, get your days locked in, take your L's, you learn from them, mm-hmm. and then you move on. Yeah. And then you just keep pushing. Because at the end of the day, when you when you keep working and you keep doing the same things, you're going to get the same messages back again. You feel me? And then it's going to be, it might be a similar thing, it might not be a similar thing but uh I, I guess also to piggyback on that uh personal brand, you feel me personal brand really sort of makes a huge difference mm-hmm. you know had both of us had a hundred more thousand subscribers, that probably wouldn't have happened you're not gonna For sure. you're not gonna flake you're not gonna flake on somebody that has three hundred thousand subscribers, most likely you feel me so personal brand man
0: For sure. Work on your brand. So in that, in that, in, in the time that you was out there, I see that you took up a little bit of modeling.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a couple of friends that I went out there with and, uh, you know, you know, some of them have their own, you know, arts, uh, you know, creative fields that they work in either photographers, either videographers. Um, so, you know, it, it, it was supposed to be more of a business slash pleasure trip because I left the day before my birthday. Mm Um, and it turned into just a really, just a fun time. And that, that, that's something that I don't, that I'm not good at. I'm not good at having fun. You feel me? I'm not good at, like, I, I take everything so, so serious, so serious. Like, yeah, and that is not good, bro. It's not good. You know, I see a lot of people saying, you know, uh, you know, with the attitude, like sort of like I'll, I'll I'll die on the on the chair making a beat or whatever the hell the case is. Nah, bro, <laughs> it's not. It's not like that. You gotta have fun. You gotta you gotta, yeah. you gotta have fun, bro. So uh, I really just took the time I, and I had fun. Uh, took took some photos, man. Came out pretty cool. Saw saw a desert for the first time. I'm from the city, so you know, mm. seeing seeing rocks, seeing mountains as big as bigger than the buildings that I, I usually see was sort of sort of humbling in a sense you feel me and just I guess being able to travel across the the country um, especially where I come from especially you know my parents before me that wasn't even that wasn't even a thought yeah so you know the 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 idea that I get to do this um, I get to you know work this way I get to make money off of you know something that, that I like to do and I get to travel doing it you know i i just feel sort of lucky in a sense yeah so
0: grateful yeah i feel that
1: of course of course man but definitely definitely gotta hit up the uh hit up the other uh the other side of the pond man
0: no Across doubt. the pond yeah yeah i i
1: i have i have yet i have yet to leave the country mm-hmm. definitely you know uh sort of I, I guess the uk is definitely one of the first stops i'll make so you'll yeah, be man. seeing definitely, me out there definitely
0: come through london's a vibe it's, it's kind of i feel like it's quite similar to new york but it's a vibe
1: yeah damn I, I wanted to ask you a question damn what was it what was it man what was it oh okay um in in terms of well obviously you know you're already starting to branch out mm-hmm. with this podcast um like and, and, and like i told you when 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 you hit me up it's crazy because literally the day before that i'm like you know what I'm I'm about to start a podcast. You feel I feel like at this point, um, I want to start to expand my um, my content. So, besides the podcast, mm-hmm. do you have any other ideas? Uh, any other you know, I guess forms of content or different forms of video that you you know kind of have in the works in the future or the near future?
0: Yeah. To be honest, I'm trying to build this some to be something more than just music. As we were talking about okay. earlier, I don't want people to just come to my channel to learn about how to fix their 808 and Logic Pro X, how to tune their 808. Like,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: There's no long-term game in that. I want you to come to the channel because mm-hmm. you want to see me be creative. You want to see me be in my element. You want to see me... You just want to follow my journey. Even though I know it sounds kind of crazy, yeah. like it sounds selfish and everything, but for real though...
1: Yeah, no, it it no, I I guess depending on the way you look on it, uh, d- d- depending on the way you look at it, um but it's just, you know, you want people to sort of find yeah, find yeah, value more. You just about to say, yeah, like take yeah.
0: something from what I've got going on basically, whether that's an in inspiration or escapism or literal value, whatever. Um mm-hmm. I have so many ideas of what I want to do. I know for sure that I do want to get placements this year. That's a I, like I literally have a whiteboard here of like all my goals. I'm very goal orientated, and one of them is I want to get a placement this year. So that's a that's like what I'm pushing for. That's why I, I haven't been as consistent as I was maybe last year in terms of putting out videos, just to like keep up with the demands of actually sending out beats and stuff. But that's definitely something I want to do. Yeah. Um, bro, I want to launch a clothing line. Um,
1: Aye, okay. I love I love I fashion, you. bro. So. Listen. Listen, man, I, I can tell, man. I've scrolled through your Instagram a couple times, and I'm like, okay, you feel me? He know what he's doing. He know what he's doing. He feel comfortable in front of the camera. Listen, man, I, I, I ain't the only fake one of the model over here, too. I see you on, on IG, bro. I see you? you. Look ahead. you yeah, clothing. So in, in mm-hmm. terms of clothing, uh, do you mean like merch, or you mean like um, clothing? Well, right.
0: I guess it's going to be slightly tied into... My like my personal brand, so it would kind of be seen as merch. But I do want to be maybe okay. five years down the line. It can be seen as something separate to what I what I am. You know what I'm saying? Um, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I feel like especially when because I've seen I, I've seen you know uh, you know I guess a couple people come out with merch, and I personally feel like when it comes to merch, like uh, if you're Travis Scott, you know mm-hmm. you're Travis Scott. People want to wear a shirt that says Travis Scott, but I feel like on an everyday basis, we don't usually wear clothing that sort of sets somebody yeah. else's name on it. You feel me? And I feel like I see that a lot with merch. Like, you know, people – and don't get me wrong. People like you. They, they're they they're sort of buying into you, buying into your culture, into whatever value that, that, that they find from you. But I feel like a, a lot of times, you know, the merch becomes, you know, whatever sweatshirt or sw- – you know, a uh, shirt with, yeah, and a lot name, of times,
0: it, but it's like, to be, to be honest, yeah, it looks terrible. You, you know how many <laughs> merchs I've seen that have a hoodie with someone's just straight up logo <laughs> in the middle. And that's that.
1: Yeah. And it's like, it's like, um, it's like, like, like how often do you wear somebody else's clothing that has their logo? And not just, you know, cause ni- something like Nike is different there. It's not represent representative of one person it's it's a brand it's it's nostalgia it's a sort of Mm. lifestyle whether that is in athletics or in fashion so that logo means a lot different than the logo just on your youtube channel so and obviously that logo can mean something else too but usually i feel like the the culture around you or that logo or the brand that you're building is not there yet and then it's it's just like yeah another it's like a sweatshirt another vegan like I don't want to wear a sweatshirt with some, <laughs> like, some other dude's name on it. Like, come on, bro. Mm, like, come yeah. on. So yeah, so definitely glad to see that you are, are you know, sort of. Yeah, because I, I look at like
0: Pharrell Williams he's got yeah. Human Made. He's got Billionaire's Boys Club. I love those brands. Like, they look fucking sick, and th- that's kind of what I would want to do. I'm gotcha. not trying to just have my merch. Yeah, that, I'm not trying to have dead merch, put it that way. I'm just trying to build like something that people would actually wear and it looks cool, like a Supreme or something like that. You yeah, know?
1: exactly. And, and at, at the, sort of, sort of at, at the core of, of, a lot of pretty much all of these brands, something like a Supreme, something like a BBC, something like, I know, yeah. I, I think at, at a time, Pharrell had his hand in like G-Star. Um, there is the, the essence of sort of having a hold on, on culture itself. You feel me? Like Supreme is not just sort of this ex- like what makes Supreme is sort of the exclusivity. I'm I'm not even sure if I'm saying that word right, but like it's the culture around Supreme. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It's it's the people that that like how they it's, it's the people and how they feel about this brand that makes that brand that brand. You feel me? mm
0: mm-hmm. Mhm. It, yeah.
1: it's culture. You got, you got you got to be in tune with the people. Really, that 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 that's what that's what all of this is. That's what any art is. It's just it's culture and being able to resonate some sort of message through your music, through your clothing, through your photos, um, and having people saying, you know what? Yeah, I like that. I rock with that.
0: I, yeah, I resonate exactly. with
1: that. I want to represent that. Whatever the hell the case is.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm, honestly, I'm just trying to build this this uh I'm just trying to document my journey I guess so 5 years down the line 10 years down the line mm. if I decide to do a movie if I decide to release my own album mm-hmm. if I decide to I don't know do a YouTuber boxing match yeah, I can oof. and people will follow me with no
1: with like no hesitation listen i'm waiting for that that i'm trying to
0: do that but
1: (laughs) i'm 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 waiting i'm waiting for that man but the thing is i i i guess sort of i mean it doesn't matter still like like even it it won't be on on a logan paul status but it'll be on the logan paul status in terms of the producer community like come on man Uh, imagine murder beats boxing somebody bro like that's fire that's so fire. producers
0: that would go crazy that would go crazy
1: bro because we we don't even we, we usually don't even see other producers moving around and doing whatever the hell the cases we you know we're, we're usually sitting down so if any of y'all watching out here y'all wanna y'all want to set that up listen I'm five eight I weigh 160 pounds I'm, <laughs> I might be able to drop like five pounds but that's about it
0: bro you're my weight
1: <laughs> oh but how tall are you
0: I'm five eight five
1: you're five I'm claiming.
0: I'm, yeah, I'm about 5'8". What? One seventy three. Bro, seven so, I, thought yeah, she, that's five I
1: thought she was like six three. What the hell, bro? Nah,
0: man. It's because my my arms are long, isn't it? Yo, <laughs> in videos, that's, crazy. Long, that's Damn, I'm
1: gonna have to box you. Damn. <laughs> <Fuck. Okay. laughs> that's some shit, man. That's some shit. That's some shit. Listen, man. Hey, if you want you wanna set that up in the future? We could definitely do that. But
0: we might have to, you know, claim to get wow. those millions and that.
1: Ocean, you catfish! I thought she was like six feet tall, bro.
0: Nah, man, I'm a tiny guy.
1: That's crazy. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. That's the thing. YouTuber, producer, boxing match, coming, coming to you soon, man. Coming to you soon. Hey, you know what? That's
0: actually got me thinking. That's probably funny. Can you imagine like how many
1: bro every- YouTuber
0: producers out there that we think are tall but are really tiny just because yeah. we sit, see them sit down all the time?
1: Yeah, that's crazy. I- it's crazy I thought Jack was like 5'8 five 5'9 five but he's like he's like 5'10 or 5'11. Oh,
0: yeah, he's tall. I mean, yeah. he's like really tall, yeah. Yeah,
1: he's like he's he's taller than I expected. I I met uh one of his friends Jackson uh Jackson Romaine. He's mm-hmm. sh- shorter than expected. Um <laughs> I when, when I went sort of to uh uh the Internet Money house, I I met a bunch of the dudes there. Uh mm-hmm. Cody's Sort of what I expected because he looks like a sort of a short, stocky dude. So he's like, he's okay. like, he's like five nine. Um, I already knew sort of like Nick Mira was shorter, um, but I, I guess some of the people that caught me off guard is like, uh, I guess some of their artists, some of their artists were a lot taller than I expected. Like uh, Alex Wiggle, he was like six feet mm-hmm. tall, but he's oh, like, damn. I thought he was tiny. Nah, he's not. He's like six feet tall. He's a ginger that sings like an angel. So like, yeah, like it's sort of like a. a what's the juxtaposition, of that's the word? I mean, even shit, like, even if, like, 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 I just feel like there's just so, there's there's just so much for producers to do. Like, yes, people want to see you make beats, but if people like you enough to watch you make beats, they probably want to watch you do a whole bunch of things. You feel me?
0: They want to... 100%. Bro, I'm telling you, I I literally... Who's someone I watch I watch Brandon Hardin He's a fitness guy mm-hmm. he's, he's like an aspiring bodybuilder To do professional bodybuilding Yeah Me I'm telling you I do not care about bodybuilding <laughs> I couldn't tell you About bodybuilding I don't care about Flipping Pumping Your, your right bicep yeah. To get it Looking a certain way like, I don't care But The way how he does his content mm-hmm. It makes me just come back To the next video And see just check in Like oh what's he, what's he up to Oh uh, he's on a He's on a cut Okay cool Oh, he's in Canada now. He's meeting up with someone. Okay, that's cool. Or even like um, Max Tuning is someone I watch as well. He's a fitness guy. Yeah. He re- even though he's a fitness guy, yeah, he doesn't really have a lot going on in in fitness. Like he's not someone out there competing mm, all the time. Okay, and he's just he does he goes to the gym now every like every episode. But I mean, he's an entrepreneur, so he's got. He's, he, he's got his own clothing line, so he talks got about you. that. He's got okay. his sweets that he's selling, his candy he's selling, and he talks about that and his launch, and he's with his dog, and he's able to make his... And the, the thing is as well, what I like about his stuff as well, yeah, there, Every video is a vlog, maybe twenty minutes long, and it gets over a hundred k views. Wow! And he has about three hundred thousand subscribers. Wow! He doesn't grow that much, but he has like strong engagement, Th- and that's just that's, because his content—that's really—it str- it brings people in. Yeah, that, that's
1: that's a that's a that's a great number. Hundred thousand views, twenty minute video. And that's
0: that's like a minimum every every episode. Wow,
1: that's a third, a third. Yeah and
0: that's insane numbers it gets
1: crazy because the more subscribers you get sort of like in the beginning you you know you have like two three four thousand subscribers and some of your videos might get four or five thousand views but the more subscribers you get it's like it's harder to sort of reach that view per subscriber count if that makes Mm. sense like if if yeah
0: especially when you stop uh, that's when it gets dicey when you start Going away from things.
1: Mm-hmm. So, so it's like at twenty thousand subscribers. If you go to view a video that has twenty thousand views, that's that's pretty good. But it's that's really good, yeah. It's harder for a five hundred thousand subscriber channel to get five hundred thousand views. Sort of consistently. Like if you did that, that was probably like you know a banger video almost. Mm-hmm. Because that's literally probably every single one of your subscribers viewing that video. And I I, I guess just the way that the the YouTube algorithm works is depending on, you know, how well those first couple of people respond to that video is depending on how well they'll show it to the rest of your subscribers and then everybody else Mm. um, after that.
0: And just one more thing about his stuff as well. Why it's so sick. Yeah. Is because even though he's not doing fitness, he's able to go whatever route he wants to Mm. and still... Because his audience is so engaged, it still works. Yeah, so he's selling candy, right? Mm-hmm. And every time it launches, he sells out <laughs> in, in matters of hours. And that's got nothing to do with fitness, but it's yeah. just because people are there for him. Yeah, they- I, I feel like like what, that that will come to the music producer community for sure. But that's definitely something... That I aspire to with my channel yeah. and my content.
1: I, I feel like, I, I guess, the, the whoever will be the closest is uh, like like Kyle Beats. Kyle Beats has been on here for yeah, a for while. Sure. And he, he has that fan base where like he doesn't even have to drop a beat in a video. And he'll still get the 40, 50, 60, 80,000 views yeah. no matter what. Because those people...
0: He's got that stand on lock mm-hmm. now. Like, he's figured it out.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's so crazy now that I think about and obviously, you know, you sort of respect everyone's decision to do what they want to do. But I guess because of what I want and what the visions I have for, you know, my channel, you know, when when I look at like channels sort of like my or like sharp, I'm like, oh, man, like, why'd you why'd you drop it? Like you had it.
0: Like, I thought I, I honestly thought Sharp was going to be the first in the producer community to get the mill.
1: To get the, I mean, he was, yeah, he, he was on track. He was
0: right. He was, he, yeah. And then when he stopped, then I was like, Maya's going to get that mill now. Then he's kind of slowed and down. And then he bit.
1: stopped too. And then it's like they're, it's like they're gone. And I just feel like Sharp. you probably not watching this, but if you are watching this, why? Like <laughs> why? Like all right, I, I, I understand you wanted to, you know, be an but artist. You, you,
0: you know, yeah. You know, you know what's fair though like big shout out to shop because like that was someone who definitely inspired me with in terms of the consistency for sure definitely um he used to get a lot of hate bro yeah on his on his videos so yeah boy to stick with it is is
1: tough it is tough because i mean to be honest whenever i whenever i see a comment like still to this day still to this day that says this is garbage and i'm like in my head I'm like all right so why are you still watching it bro <laughs> like like so why are you still here like like this is not the first mm. time you've commented this is garbage like why are you still here bro so even to me you know it you know it, it may not sting but it, it's still like a little poke you feel me so to yeah, to yeah. get hundreds thousands of comments saying this is not good you're trash stop doing this and you know and you know people on the internet people on the internet will say a whole bunch of things that they will never say to you in person. So, you know... 100%. Pe- people, people say outlandish... So people's sh-
0: energies people's energies online mm-hmm. is different. A lot. They're, they're, oh, man. Yeah,
1: a lot different. A lot different. So, you know, shout out to him to really continuing the consistency with re- receiving all the, you know, uh, a lot of that hate. And a lot of people, mm. I-, I feel like, there's no way for you to really understand it unless you are the content creator. You feel me? A message online to, you know, a random person is like, all right, what? Just, just forget about it. But it's like, yeah, just forget about it. This is still a human that said something. And even They're though... they put
0: putting a lot of work to do what they... The way I see it, I mean, I don't really take any of the... I don't take the hate to, to, to heart or anything like that. But I still see it as if you're, if you're someone going on someone's... Video and you're leaving some negative energy. You're hating, bro. You're a loser. Like, yeah, what are you do- yeah, What are you
1: really doing? Yeah, like,
0: calm on, bro. Yeah,
1: and in, in a sense, you almost you, you almost feel a little bad because it's like, think about it. How many times? How many times in your life have you watched a video and didn't like it and said, you know what?
0: But I'm gonna just moved on with your life. Yeah. It? Why would you leave something? It's different if you're given constructive criticism yeah, or definitely. like you're genuinely trying to. Yeah. I think you should have done this better. Whatever, but when you're just like this is garbage, disrespectful, disrespectfully trying to really trying to, you can tell by the energy, mm-hmm. really trying to put someone down. Yeah, you know, that's that's a, that's a madness to me. I don't understand it, that.
1: It, it, it really is, and at, at that point, because I feel like I don't remember a time where I've done that. Maybe, maybe when I was younger, but I don't remember a time. You know, where I've watched the video and, and went to the comment section, read the comments, and I said, you know what? I'm going to comment this. This is trash. Mm. You're garbage. I don't remember a time that, that I've done that. So the mindset that you have to be in to not only watch the video, right? Go through the comments because if you scroll down there, most likely you're reading some of the comments. And then type it out because it's not like saying something mean. Sometimes when you you know, you know, people say something out of anger and you know from brain to mouth, that's a pretty quick transition and it just comes out. But this is not that. You have to type it in and then after you type it, you 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 read it. And then you have to say you have to approve of the message, and then press enter. Oh
0: man, that process. So
1: you you really like you really have to go through that entire process. So I feel like anybody that really is spewing out that's that sort of negativity, I I I feel I feel bad, and I hope whatever yeah. is really truly so, sort of bothering you, I, I I hope you know it comes to a resolution, and you stop using this as an outlet for that.
0: Really. For real. The the only pass I can give to someone who's doing that is if they're like really young, like ten, eleven, twelve. Because they don't they don't understand. Mm-hmm. I, they're just too young to yeah to understand and express their emotions. But if you're a grown man
1: It is a lot of grown, grown lady, men here.
0: Whatever. Bro man There's a lot of know. grown men out you here. Get together.
1: There's a lot of grown men still still and you know what? I'm not even gonna bring light to the situation because they don't really, you know, these type of people don't really even deserve attention. But there's a lot of mm. grown men, grown men, and I mean like psh, not 20s, grown men still on YouTube within the producer community, still <laughs> making lives, still producing content and talking about other producers. Like, mm-hmm. I, like if, if you know, you know, but you feel me that that's yeah, yeah. that's sad. That's sad, bro. That's really, like, that's sad, bro. That's sad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If there's anything that I can do to help, DM me. DM me. For (laughs) real, for real. For real, though. For real, though. DM me, bro. DM me. And hopefully, you know, we can help out with that situation. But grown men. Grown men. Content creators. Ridiculous. Yeah. Terrible situation. Mad. But yeah, man. Wow.
0: But yeah, I think... We had a good conversation, we a did. good discussion about things, man. We re- how long has it been? It's probably been like an hour and a half. Yeah, at it's least.
1: definitely been more than an hour, no doubt. Let me see. We started around like one, like fifteen. It's three eleven right now.
0: So okay, yeah. So we are going for a while.
1: Yeah, it's been like hour thirty, hour forty five. That's fire, though, bro. Thank, thank, thank you for you know for for, for hitting me up. Oh man, no, and,
0: thank you for coming through oh, and being bro, like any, one of the guests.
1: Anytime, bro. Anytime, anytime, anytime even you know i'm pretty sure this won't happen but let's say last minute somebody you know sort of you know cancels whatever the hell the case is bro hit me up we'll, for sure we'll, we'll set the whole thing up and, and and we'll just go bro we'll just go
0: cool bro man plug plug yourself let people know hey, if they sleeping under a rock let them know listen where to, to, to another find you.
1: vgn across all platforms if you haven't seen me you're gonna remember me with all this on my head all, all this on my on my <laughs> face shout out to ocean for uh for inviting me on the podcast and um yeah thank you guys for watching and that, that that's pretty much it man that's pretty much it
0: and yeah that is it for the podcast there i hope you enjoyed this one this was episode number two We've got a few more on the way coming i'm going to try and drop these every single week as much as i can if you're not following another vegan go follow him now go check out his channel he's doing good things as i said before if you haven't subscribed to the podcast please subscribe now please leave a review it really 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 helps out that's about it for this podcast i'll see you in the next one